Hey everyone, I'm Ryan Kalamea. And I'm Amy Gosha. Welcome to The Divorce at Altitude, a podcast on Colorado family law. Divorce is not easy. It really sucks. Trust me, I know. Besides being an experienced divorce attorney, I'm also a divorce client. Whether you are someone considering divorce or a fellow family law attorney, listen in for weekly tips and insight into topics related to divorce, co-parenting, and separation in Colorado. Welcome back to another episode of Divorce Altitude. I am Ryan Kalamea. In episode one of this podcast, Amy and I referenced Eric and Melanie Wolf, and we told Eric Wolf's divorce story. And throughout this podcast, we have referenced that hypothetical divorce story. And many listeners have commented about how much Eric Wolf's divorce story resonated with them, regardless of whether or not they were looking at a divorce or not. But we have frequently been asked about Melanie. And there are two sides to every story. So we developed Melanie Wolf's story, and this episode is focused on telling her divorce story. So without further ado, I introduce Melanie Wolf. Melanie Wolf opens the door to her three-row SUV, climbs inside, and tosses her iPhone on the passenger seat. She checks on the kids in the rearview mirror to make sure they're buckled in and ready to go. A McDonald's bag is still sitting on the passenger seat. Her husband, Eric, left it there. He used her car to take the kids to school for once. The side of the bag makes her angry again. Eric and Melanie recently had a fight because on the rare occasions when Eric actually helped with the kids, he always bought fast foods and junky snacks. They talked about it many times and Eric knew how important healthy foods for the kids meant to her. No matter what, he always did what was at easiest. Even after Melanie dropped the kids off, she doesn't feel any better about the situation. Instead, she has to deal with the trash in the car and lingering smell of fried foods. Her stomach churns. Her face feels hot. She grips the steering wheel harder. The worst part, she thinks to herself, is that he always assumes she will take care of things for him. She spends the weekends taking care of the kids and picking up the house while he goes off on one of his weekend trips with his buddies. It happens so often now, Melanie doesn't even bother to ask where or who is going. Still, she wonders, why are these weekend trips with the boys more important than helping me take the kids to school, their games, and classes? Melanie feels a twinge of guilt, though, because she had a girlfriend weekend recently, too. She doesn't know how much cost, but she deserved it without a doubt. Nonetheless, her weekend away had been the first in years, and he hadn't really taken care of the kids by himself anyways while she was gone. His parents, of course, had swept in to save the day. For years, Melanie did her best to be a great wife. Now, though, she focuses all her energy on the children because almost every conversation with Eric turns into an argument. Afterwards, the house feels heavy and depressing. It's just easier to avoid him now. That's not very hard. Eric pours his energy into his job. She suspects it's his way of dealing with the tension at home. Melanie hopes he is actually working instead of sneaking around with someone else. Sometimes she wakes up when he comes home, but not very often. She is so tired from taking care of the kids and the house that she falls into bed every night. If she does wake up, nothing happens. He slides into bed, turns his back on her, and doesn't say a word. This episode is brought to you by our law firm, Kalamea Gosha. Amy and I describe our law firm as an innovative and ambitious trial team that pushes the boundaries to discover new frontiers in family law, personal injuries, and criminal defense in Colorado. We currently have offices in Aspen, Glenwood Springs, 
Edwards, Denver, and Boulder. If you want to find out more, visit our website, Kalamea.law. Now, back to the show. More often, though, he falls asleep on the sofa watching television or his iPad. She knows he drinks alone in front of the TV almost every night. There are empty bottles of tequila or beer cans stashed in the corner of the garage. He's tired, testy, and hungover far too often these days. His hair is turning gray and getting thinner every day. He looks ragged in the mornings while Melanie rushes to get the kids out the door on time. When she does need to talk to him, it's about who can handle what and when, nothing more. The kids notice things aren't good too. One night, Melanie's oldest asked, why don't you and dad like each other anymore? The last time she saw him, Eric told her he was going away again. The corner of his mouth turned up slightly as if to say, what are you going to do about it? Melanie shrugged and turned away. There's no point in saying anything. Today, she's on her way to a marriage counseling session. She starts the car again, and Katy Perry's voice grabs her attention. It's roar. I used to bite my tongue and hold my breath. Start to rock the boat and make a mess. So I sat quietly, agreed politely. I guess that I forgot I had no choice. I let you push me past the breaking point. Tears well up in Melanie's eyes. She turns up the volume. As Perry sings the chorus to Roar, she sits at traffic light, belting it out. Melanie reaches the low-slung office building of the counselor, pulls into a spot, wipes her eyes, and switches off the car. She doesn't want to go inside, but she's giving it another shot. Last session, Eric was 15 minutes late and then sat in his chair staring out the window with his arms crossed. He barely spoke. She is led into the office and the counselor greets her. She keeps glancing at the wall clock. The tension is thick. Ten minutes later, Eric arrives without an apology. Melanie's face turns red again. When the counselor asks what is creating the tension in the room, Melanie's emotions erupt. Tears cascade down her face as she tells the counselor that Eric is never home and indifferent to her and the kids. Melanie can see Eric rolling his eyes as she pours her heart out. After she finishes with her rant, Eric announces that he hired a divorce lawyer earlier that day. Melanie's first thought is about the kids and their well-being. The next thing that pops into her head is, how did we get to this point? We used to get along so well. She never thought they would end up like this. Melanie realizes she's resentful too. How could he have the upper hand again? She decides no matter what, she's going to make sure he takes care of the kids and her. Divorce is the obvious next step, but there's a lump in her stomach as she thinks about what's to come. After the session, Melanie can't face going back to an empty house. She drives to the supermarket to pick up a few things for dinner, but sits in the car after she manages to find a parking spot. She pulls out her phone to check her messages. She checks Facebook, and a picture comes up of the family from a long time ago. Everyone looks happy. Melanie starts crying. She's already trying to figure out what she will say to the kids. What about my parents and friends? How will everyone react? There's a panicky feeling fluttering beneath the surface, too. Melanie realizes she doesn't know much about what Eric and her own. She's overcome with anxiety and questions. Will the kids and her be able to stay in the house? Will we need to move? Will I get enough money? What about college for the kids? How on earth can I manage all of this when Eric handled all of the finances? Is there someone else? Melanie is exhausted and scared, but determined. She will get through this, but she realizes she needs to act if she wants to secure a few for herself and the kids. We're airing Melanie Wolf's story on Thanksgiving. One could certainly view this podcast and in particular Melanie Wolf's story to be completely the opposite of the point 
of Thanksgiving when the pilgrims organized a community feast in Plymouth, Massachusetts for the Native Americans. This holiday is a time where family members often come together and give thanks for what they have. It can also be one of the most challenging times for those who are confronting the reality that their marriage is ending. However, that view that this podcast and Melanie Wolf's story is opposite of Thanksgiving misses part of the history behind the holiday itself. I'll remind you that the pilgrims set sail from England for a reason. The men, women, and children on the Mayflower were looking for a new and better life. They were headed for the new world. But the trip was long, arduous, and filled with ups and downs. When the pilgrims finally arrived at their destination, they were ill-equipped to face the winter. They were helped by Native Americans who befriended and helped them with food. The Thanksgiving feast several years later was a time to celebrate rebirth and help in a difficult time. I can speak for everyone at Kalamea Gosha in saying that we are grateful for the opportunity to help people like Melanie Wolf going through a difficult time. Many of our clients are looking for a new and better life. People like Melanie are often ill-equipped for the difficult times ahead and need help. We are also thankful for the opportunity that you, our listeners, have given to us in this podcast by letting us discuss difficult issues. Our stories or episodes can be heavy and sometimes depressing. With that in mind, I think of Charles Dickens, who once wrote, Reflect upon your present blessings, of which every man has plenty, not on your past misfortunes, of which all men have some. Regardless of men, women, Eric, or Melanie, we wish you the best of Thanksgivings. Thank you for listening to Divorce at Altitude. Until next time, I am Ryan Kalamea. Hey everyone, this is Ryan again. Thank you for joining us on Divorce at Altitude. If you found our tips, insight, or discussion helpful, please tell a friend about this podcast. For show notes, additional resources, or links mentioned on today's episode, visit divorceataltitude.com. Follow us on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, or wherever you listen in. Many of our episodes are also posted on YouTube. You can also find Amy and me at Kalamea.law or 970-315-2365. That's K-A-L-A-M-A-Y-A dot law.